All right, we are here today with legendary wrestling and MMA star Randy Couture talking about the upcoming event at the historic Kansas City Union Station um, in Kansas City, Missouri for the Missouri Border Brawl, uh, which is in partnership with the Extreme Couture GI Foundation. Um, one of the big things that's going to happen at this year's event on March 17th is that the American Wrestling League is going to be coming in and putting on a couple featured pro wrestling bouts. Uh, Randy, how, how do you think the American Wrestling League is going to help uh, boost this year's Missouri Border Brawl and support XCGIF? Well, I think it adds um, the flavor of, of some of the top wrestlers in the country getting to, to uh, exhibit their wares, get out on the mat, and, and you know, you, you transition from some of the best high school kids in the state of Missouri and the bordering states to, to some of literally the best wrestlers in the world. Uh, it's a pretty cool transition. You know, all those young kids get to look up to a lot of those guys. Those are the guys they're aspiring to be to win those world championships and those, and those Olympic medals. So to have those guys all on the same mat is a pretty cool, uh, day for wrestling. Certainly a great day for those, those young kids. And, uh, you know, I think something that me and Dave set out to try to do is not only to raise some awareness about our veterans and, and the Extreme Couture GI Foundation, but to promote the sport of wrestling, which is something that we're both very grounded in. Absolutely. And, you know, you know, when you talk about wrestling at all levels and the promotion of the sport of wrestling, it seems to be that now there isn't a, a better time than now to really go forward and, and, and move forward to the direction of professional freestyle wrestling. Um, what are your thoughts? Why, why do you think now is the time to have professional freestyle wrestling in the U.S.? Well, I think a couple of things fell in line. You know, obviously this, this format in one type, one version or another has been tried over the, over the course of the years. I think we're just coming off of being put on the bubble by the IOC and, and, you know, potentially, uh, removing the sport of wrestling from the, the Olympic catalog, which was, is crazy. And, uh, I think that that was a, Good thing and a bad thing. Obviously a bad thing if it had gone through and, and we'd have been removed from the 2020 games. But the, obviously the level of awareness for the general public for the sport of wrestling right now because of that and how ludicrous that seemed to have one of the original sports being removed shined a huge light on all the things that are going on in wrestling. Number one, getting some Americans involved at the highest level with United Wrestling right now has been a huge step. We, we've never really been represented uh, in the past with FILA and the way things were run before. I think the, the cleaning of the house, if you will, after being put on the bubble by the IOC was something that needed to happen and needed to happen for a long time. We finally have a group of people running international wrestling that are listening to the IOC, creating rules that are more exciting and more beneficial for the viewers and, and wrestlers and wrestling fans and non-wrestling fans alike, which is something I think the IOC has been trying to accomplish for a long time. That being said, the Save Olympic Wrestling movement that we're all part of for the last few years, again, garnered more interest and more non-wrestling people looking at the sport of wrestling than we've had in a long, long time. You throw with guys like Kyle Dake, Jordan Burroughs, Snyder, uh, Jaden Cox, all these guys that are out there on that world stage winning medals with these new rules 
being exciting and fun to watch, whether you're a fan of wrestling or not, you can get behind those guys. And so I think all these things have kind of come together that with MMA as popular as it is with the grappling sports and some of the pay-per-views and grappling being as popular as they are, uh, it's a natural fit for American freestyle wrestling and the American wrestling league to, to really kind of get entrenched and get in this movement. And, and I think all those things come together to make this very successful and a great time to do this. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more with you. I think, you know, the concept of, of really all the stars aligning up now in, in regards to where we were, you know, in 2012 when we start talking about the IOC dropping wrestling and that, that giant awareness that came in and, and really the rally cry that was built from that, the wrestling communities really responded. And, and obviously wrestling in the United States now, it's, it's, it's flourishing at all levels. We've got great youth development coming in, like we'll see at the Missouri Border Brawl, all the way to the fact that even our stars are competing right now just to make the world team. And, and when you put that all together, you know, one of the major pieces of, of the pie that had been missing is really, you know, formulating and building up a professional wrestling league. And, and now we look at, you know, this October, the American Wrestling League will be launching its inaugural season. Uh, and we're, we're looking to have six to eight teams in a dual meet competition format. Um, you know, with that being said, and, and looking forward towards how a pro league in the United States will fit and, and what the American Wrestling League season has to offer, what are you most excited about um, in, in regards to seeing the season coming in in this October? Well, I just think that, that there's nothing more special than, you know, the lights out, the, the center, center mat lit up, and some of the best wrestling matches you could ever find going on. I mean, that's what's exciting about it. You get to see some literally the best wrestlers in the world right now compete against each other in this format. And, and that, that doesn't get any better than that. You know, with that being said, you know, we, we've got, we've got superstars that are, that are tried and true. They've been tested. They've established themselves. Individuals like Jordan Burroughs and guys who are, who are coming up and they're, they're claiming their first world titles, such as, uh, you know, Jaden Cox and, and Kyle Dake and David Taylor winning their first title uh, this year in, in Budapest, Hungary. Um, who are some of the biggest stars in wrestling today that you love watching compete? And, and how do you think pre, uh, pro, uh, pro Freestyle Wrestling League will help them build their presence in, in just sport in general in America? Well, I, I've had fun watching uh, Kyle Snyder, uh, not only on the collegiate match, you know, on the map for Ohio State and, and watching him his, his last two years, you know, get after it and, and, and be in the finals and, and just do amazing things. But then, you know, a few months later, he's, he's on the mat in Las Vegas to win a world championship in his weight class. And, and, uh, he's just been a lot of fun to watch the intensity that he brings, the mobility that he brings to that weight class and to, uh, it's just been a blast. You know, you talk about Kyle Snyder and, you know, his his presence as a young, uh, ex- emerging art, uh, wrestler who, who came in in 2015 and knocked off Olympic gold medalist to make that spot and to win the world title. And, and you know, he had to knock off a world title in Gattisoff in 2015 to win worlds and, and to go on and win three world Olympic titles already, even as he's still, you know, pretty young to the sport in all regards. Um, you know, there's, there's another component about it too. And, and that's, that's the character innate and who Kyle Snyder is and, and how he can be such a great role model to young kids and, um, and, and to the wrestling community and to sport alike. 
you know, I think about what you guys are doing in regards to uh, the Missouri Border Brawl and, and Extreme Couture GI Foundation and how that's affecting and impacting our community in, in, in such a positive way. You've been doing a lot uh, of this work with David Mercatani for quite some time now. And I would love to see and, and, and hear you expand upon some of the importance of, you know, the Extreme Couture GI uh, Foundation and, and why you partnered up with David over the couple years in the Missouri Border Brawl. Well, Dave and I have been friends for a long, long time, and and we're both grounded in wrestling. It's been a huge part of our lives, and and, and frankly, part of our identities is who we are, what's made us the, the people that we are. Uh, something else, you know, another layer to that onion for me is, you know, I spent six years in the United States Army from 1982 to 1988, and it was there wrestling for the Army that that I first, you know, kind of cracked into the national lineup and and was you know a national American and Greco and and started to develop the confidence that I could compete on that international stage and got me some recognition and, and ultimately led me to Oklahoma state where I, where I wrestled there for four years on scholarship. But that formative time, six years that I wore that uniform, made that commitment to sign on the dotted line for that oath up to you. And thankfully not for, you know, having to put my life on the line. Uh, unlike a lot of these guys now, since nine 11, they're literally putting their life and limb on the line. Uh, and in those that have been wounded, all that gets stripped away. They, they get sent to a hospital. They're, they're getting fitted for prosthetics and trying to get themselves back right so they can be a, a contributing member of society again. And that transition is rough. If you've been to the hospital and I, and I go every year, I have for the last 10 years and, and visit some of those guys in the wards, fresh off the battlefield, uh, meet their moms, meet their wives, meet their dads. They're caregivers. Uh, you hear the stories. You know what's going on. And that was the impetus for me to start the GI Foundation ten over 10 years ago um, and, and find a way to get back to some of these guys, to help these guys in that transition, take a little bit of that financial pressure off if, if we can and, and allow them a smoother transition back to civilian life. And, um, and that's what we've stood for. Uh, it's been my family, friends, and and the folks that work for me at Extreme Couture MMA uh, that have volunteered their time and effort. So we have no overhead. 100% of everything we raise goes where it's supposed to go. And, you know, we, we started with a, a small amateur fight in St. Louis with David. And, and uh, you know, the fight game is a tough game. Uh, I think uh, David realized pretty quickly he'd maybe bitten off more than he could chew. And, and uh, the event was a success, but it you know, didn't raise a ton of money. And and I think Dave, Dave and I went back to the drawing board and kind of thought about what we really wanted to do was promote, you know, some of the best wrestling, you know, especially at the high school level, that, that we could promote. I think that, you know, having the NCAAs in St. Louis every couple of years has been fun, and, and uh, it's a great time to, again, highlight some of those great kids that are coming out of those border straight states around Missouri. And that's kind of how the border brawl started was, well, let's, you know, let's get the best kids from Oklahoma and some of the best kids from Ohio and the surrounding states to all wrestle some of the best kids from Missouri and, and highlight these, these young athletes. And then we throw in a Jaden Cox or some of these other guys that, that have been willing to step up and compete at the border brawls and kind of add that next level, that next stage of wrestling, if you will, and a demonstration of what that skill looks like. It's been a really cool event. We did the first one in the, the St. Louis uh, 
uh, Grand, Grand Union Station. And, and what a cool place to have an event. And now Kansas City Union Station is, is going to host us this time. We're trying to move it from east to west and, and kind of spread the love around in the state of Missouri. And really excited about that venue. And, and just it, it kind of gives that throwback old feel um, to, to the whole thing in a dual meet format like that. So it's a lot of fun. I think anybody that's a wrestling fan and, and a whole bunch of you want to see top-notch wrestling should definitely come out to that event on the 17th. In, in You know, the March 17th event that we have for the Missouri Border Brawl is, is really, really kind of building up to become something quite extraordinary. Um, you know, along along with yourself, we also have Jaden Cox, world champion, who will be there. I've, I've heard uh, speculation that we're going to have some other UFC stars who are going to be uh, in, in attendance as well. And, and we've got, like you said, some of the, the top wrestlers, individuals, young youth wrestlers, uh, you know, guys like Joshua Saunders, multiple world team member, high school wrestler who's really coming in and building up a name of his own right now, along with a lot of other wrestlers who we've, we've heard are going to be a part of that at the high school level. And we've also got a ton of, um, well, not a ton, but a, a really good uh, key matchups here of some former University of Missouri wrestlers who are going to be putting on a show. I know uh, we've got Alan Waters, who's a, a Missouri standout. He's going to be taking on 2018 World Bronze Medalist Joe Cologne in a, in a solid freestyle match. And then former uh, teammates and both NCAA finalists, Joey Lavalle and LeVon Mays, are going to be going head-to-head as well. And as we build up into it, you can guarantee uh, that we're going to have even more exciting news to come in on what's coming up for the Missouri Border Bowl. One of the things that I uh, that we we talked about today, David and I, which I think is going to be really exciting, is you know we've already sold a hundred tickets that are going to be designated for our youth wrestlers uh, for some outreach to some of our youth wrestlers. And we also have a hundred tickets that are going to be going to the veterans in the local community. So they, right off the bat, we've got, you know, we've got the initial uh, fan base coming in of the individuals who are going to be impacted and enjoy that. And, um, you know, from your experiences, Randy, um, how, how, how have the, uh, the veterans, you know, how, how have they responded? The veterans in, um, in attendance to the Missouri border brawl in the past have, have you seen a pretty positive and exciting response from them in watching wrestling? Uh, I think we have seen a very uh, positive response. I think everybody that's come to the events have been surprised and, and have really enjoyed the time. Uh, Dave works his butt off to put together a huge silent auction, so there's a ton of cool swag and things that they could bid on there and stuff to do uh, in between the matches. Uh the veterans that have showed up have had a great time. Obviously, there's a there's a huge part of the veteran community that are that are huge fans of wrestling and wrestlers themselves. So it's been really cool to have the AWL get on board and kind of add a whole another layer to this onion. And you know, mixed martial arts has kind of become the professional outlet for a lot of our collegiate and Olympic athletes. But I think if the AWL can get some traction and really get going here in this first season, it's going to create another option for a lot of our wrestlers that maybe don't want to transition to MMA and get punched in the face. Uh, they'd rather stay on the mat and continue to wrestle. So I think that's awesome. And, and we're really excited about that relationship and, and seeing that grow. You know, now, you know, we're going to close up this interview, but I, I got to ask, I mean, along with you being a world-class wrestler and, and an icon 
in, in the sport of MMA, in everything that you've done, in the UFC, um, in, in just mixed martial arts in general. Uh, you also crossed over into Hollywood. You've been so active in wrestling, in the promotion of wrestling, in the support of wrestling. Um, in you know, we just saw you at the U.S. Uh, wrestling Foundation Gala back here in Los Angeles just a couple months ago. Um, you know, and I know you've got a lot of uh, special relationships with a lot of people in Hollywood. If there was somebody, just any guy that you could think of off the top of the head. Um, that you would from Hollywood that you would love to have gone head to head in a wrestling match. Who would it have been? Well, you know, I, I haven't run across too many folks in in the Hollywood circles that that come from that wrestling background. The only guy that comes to mind is Chris Pratt, and obviously he was at the gala. He's a, a huge wrestling fan, and, and he wrestled through junior high and high school himself up at Lake Stevens High School. In, in Washington, in the Seattle area, his coach Brent Barnes was was a cowboy. Went to uh, you know, went to Oklahoma State, uh, so he came from a very strong uh, wrestling background, and that's, he feels like that's something that has made him the man he is uh, as an A list guy in, in, the, in the acting world. So I've gotten the chance to be on the mat with him a few times, spar with him a little bit, wrestle with him a little bit. He's definitely a you know still has has the moves, has that arm drag, and, and some of that technique. Is still there, but I think him and I will both look at you and tell you we're the first ones to say, "Yeah, yeah." And I think we're a little long in the tooth for this whole thing. I don't know about matching up. So uh, we have fun training together and pushing each other there, but I don't know about doing any real matches anytime soon. Well, the the beauty of sport of wrestling, right? You can continue to go in and enjoy and experience the craft, and and now in the sport of wrestling, we've got so many young stars who are bringing up. You know, the potential of a pro, uh, real exciting pro matches that, you know, uh, we, we can leave the rest to uh, imagination in regards to maybe you and Chris going at it. Uh, but <laughs> we sure do. Let's do it on the big screen, you know. Let's do a wrestling movie and, and do it on the big screen and, you know, yeah, have another Vision Quest style, you know, win-win type movie that, that hosts wrestling as the backdrop and, and highlights the amazing sport that we have. I think that would be really cool. Well, I'm, you know, I'm from Spokane, Washington, originally. And uh, when we were at AWL1, I got a chance to talk to Terry Davis, who's a writer of Vision Quest. And, uh, you know, he's he's already working on uh, Vision Quest 2. I think he just reached out to Frank Jasper a couple couple weeks ago. So there might be something in the mix. Who knows? (laughs) Well, Randy, we sure do appreciate your time. We're looking forward to March 17th. Uh, for all the wrestling fans and, and fans of sport in general, you can get your tickets for the Missouri Border Brawl AWL event at the historic Kansas City Union Station on March 17th. That's a Sunday, March 17th at nitrotickets.com. And uh, also you can watch the live stream on trackwrestling.com. Uh, don't miss out on your opportunity to be a part of this exciting event. And uh, we will look forward to seeing you all there. Again, Randy Couture, thank you for your time today. Pleasure, man. Thanks for having me on.